Welcome to The Updraft, a podcast specifically for women age 45 plus who look at life from a different place than ever before. We're sorting things out and deciding how we want to live the next phase of our lives. We talk about the pluses and seek solutions to the frustrations and challenges. The Updraft will help you step with more confidence into what can be the best years of your life. Welcome, welcome today, everybody. This is Lisa Randolph, your host of The Updraft, which is a podcast for women age 45 and over. It's a place where we take flight. And I tell you, uh, we have such an incredible guest with us today. And uh, guess what we're going to talk about? We are going to talk about something that I have, <laughs> I've had conversations with some of you. Some of you are like, I'm good on this subject. And some of you are like, how do I do that again? So we're talking about dating today. Dating at the age of 45 and beyond. So we have a guest with us that is going to just shed all kind of light and, and give us all types of insight on what we can do in order to enter the dating arena again, if that's what we choose to do. Um, so our guest today is Miss Amy Jones. Hi. And Amy, how are you, Amy? I'm good. How are you? I am wonderful. Good. So Amy, with her lovely self, is an author extraordinaire. She's a life coach. She's a dynamic speaker. And as uh, I mentioned earlier, she's going to shed some light on dating for us. So she has some experience in that arena that she would like to share with us. And um, so what I would like to do before we do jump into the topic of dating is to have Amy share a little bit of her story, her background, and what brought her to this, this space that she's in today. So Amy, I'm going to turn it over to you, girl. Okay, great. Well, first, thank you so much for having me on today. I really appreciate it. Yes, ma'am. It's a pleasure and an honor to be here. And so just a little bit about me. I, I felt growing up that I was never loved in a way that I wanted to be loved. Mm. So that was my big search the older I got. When I was in high school and then in college, I saw my friends getting married and they were all happy. And I thought love would make me happy. So mm -hmm. I, I began this big quest to find love and ended up um, married to a guy that was emotionally abusive. Um, did not figure it out until many years later. And we were married for 14 years. We've got two wonderful children. He's a great father, but not, mm -hmm. was not a great husband. Those so, are two different things. <laughs> very, very, very different. And in 2010, I finally had the courage to um, leave him, ask for a divorce and leave him and kind of start my life over. So I've, I've spent the last almost 10 years on this, you know, wonderful, wacky midlife journey, you know, <laughs> this roller coaster that we're yes. all on. Yes. And, uh, you know, just kind of navigating my way through things, trial and error, and, you know, learning that, um, you know, the ways that, that we dated when we were younger no longer apply. Mm -hmm. It's a whole new ball game and, and um, just getting out there and trying new things. 
Wow. So let me back up just a little bit. You were married for 14 years. I was, yes. Okay. And during that 14 years, that, that's a long time to be with somebody. So you, you found that courage within yourself to say, I need to take care of me. I need to go spread my wings, figure out what I want in life. So you left, put your mask on first, so to speak, right? Absolutely. As they always tell us, <laughs> you did that. You did yes. that. I'm yes. God. And so once you did that, how long did it take you to even start thinking about dating again, Amy? Did you, you know, because the, you know, by this time you were in, you were midlife, right? So correct. So at what point, because that's a long time to be with somebody and then step out and say, I'm going to start dating someone else again. So was that something you did right away or did you take time for yourself or what was that piece of the journey? Yes. Like? So I, I had a really good therapist at the time. He was a hard ass. And so <laughs> he, he told me that um, if I was willing to do the work, he would be willing to work with me. Okay. And he said, I really needed people really need two years after they come out of a relationship to heal. So divorced in 2010, I really didn't start dating until two years later. So I did take a okay. full two years to focus on myself, heal. And I didn't want to show up emotionally unavailable for someone else in the mm -hmm. event I did meet someone. So it was important for me to find myself at that time because I felt oh, yeah. like I got lost. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And you know, uh, what you said is so important and it's beautiful that you took the time mm -hmm. to find you yeah. because, um, I do think that sometimes, and you know, a lot of our listeners probably, uh, feel this way. Um, that sometimes we might jump back into something a little bit too soon uh, without really discovering who we are or what we want uh, mm -hmm. going into the next relationship. So that right there is also really important. So uh, you took the time to do that. And what did you discover in discovering yourself <laughs> when you decided to jump back into dating? You know, because you bring, what did you discover? I discovered I didn't know anything <laughs> <laughs> like a baby learning to walk again. Wow. Because you know, there, there was online dating now, you know, which we didn't have before, you know, I got married when I was 27 or 28. So there was no online dating. No swipe left, swipe right. <laughs> <laughs> None. Wow. Um, their, the roles had changed, you mm -hmm. know, men, men and women's roles had changed, you know, women, um, became much more self-sufficient and, um, you know, were, were breadwinners just like men were. Mm -hmm. There were a lot of stay at home dads, you know, that, that was kind of, that was different, wasn't it for you to hear that? Very yeah. different. Yes. Very different. So, um, it, it really was like learning to walk and talk again because everything was so different. That's real interesting that yeah. you say that because even though here we are women in our midlife mm -hmm. and you think about stepping into that dating arena again, mm -hmm. Amy, 
it is like being an infant yes. again and learning how to walk again, right? Mm -hmm. Especially if you have been in a long-term relationship or mm -hmm. if you've been in long-term back-to-back relationships. Correct. Because the, you know, the whole, like you said, the, the way that you do it changes online, offline. Right. So that, that's very interesting that you say that. Um, so as far as the online versus the offline, do you find them different? So what kind of advice can you give somebody? Are they really that different? Or, you know, can you meet somebody online and they present themselves as, you know, someone that you could really fall for, so to speak, and then you discover the crazy? Or is that the same in person? I mean, somebody could put on that same, right. you know, persona and, you know, 90 days later, you're like, who is this person? So right. what, what's your experience online versus so offline? So it's really, it's really interesting because my, my online experience back in, you know, 2012 mm -hmm. until probably 2016 or 2017 was very different. Um, people weren't as connected. So? People, people weren't, I didn't feel like back then people weren't as connected to their devices. So if you think about the swipe, swipe left, swipe right technology, that really wasn't mm -hmm. around, you know, back in, you know, 2012. I don't think that that sure. really hit our, you know, society until, I don't know, maybe five or six years ago. So, mm -hmm. right. you know, that, that, that's become a instant gratification type of thing. And so you had Match, you had eHarmony, you had okay. sites that you really had to give data to. Right. Right. Not and just, you don't have to do that anymore. Picture, right. Not just a picture in a, and not just and what am I going to do tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Is it Mr. Exactly. Right now or Mr. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Is this Mr. Right now or Mr. <laughs> right or Miss right. right, you know, yeah. Miss right now, whatever. Absolutely. So yeah. So, uh, it is a, a totally different ball game. Mm -hmm. So I guess with like match and eHarmony, you had to fill out mm -hmm. the big profile. So yes. Yes. Do, you, do you find that those, um, are probably ones that you would recommend, you know, if there are some of our ladies out there who are thinking about jumping online to, to find uh, somebody that they want to spend time with? Would you recommend Match or, or eHarmony over, what's the other one, Bumble so there's, and There's Bumble, Tinder. there's Tinder. So, and you're gonna hear stories that every, every site's a hookup site, especially, especially Tinder and Bumble. Okay. Not true. Okay. Absolutely not true. Um, I've done, I've tried just about every single site um, and I, in my experience, I think it's best to have kind of a, a site like match or eHarmony. Okay. Beyond, so. beyond one of those, as well as one of the other ones, because you're going to, you want to kind of, um, diversify <laughs> your, your data. Is this like a portfolio? Like, yes. uh, you diversify <laughs> your interest, yes. you know, so that you, right. you don't put all your eggs in one basket and lose correct. your health. Is that That's it? Correct. So That's if, correct. So what I'm hearing is you're saying that you need to keep your options open and you need to date more than one person at a time on these things or how does that work? Yes, I definitely recommend that. Wow. So, um, you know, when, when we tend to focus on one person, we make a lot of compromises that ordinarily we may not make. 
And I think the older we get, because we've gone through so many experiences, we True. do tend to compromise a lot. So it's, you know, dating, dating multiple people, as long as everyone is aware of it, you have okay. to be upfront. Yeah. And, what are the rules that, what are we yeah. need to know the rules? How do you do that? Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking notes. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> so, um, I'll, I'll just kind of do like a little brief overview of, of kind of my general rule of, rules of thumb. How's that? Good. All right, ladies, get your, get your paper out or your phone or whatever you use these days. Take some notes. Let's go. Right. So you want to, um, you want to have a pretty brief conversation online. You don't want to, you don't want to go, you know, days and days and days texting or, or emailing back and forth online. You do want to try to move them offline as quick as possible. And by okay. offline, I mean, at least have a phone conversation. So I, I wouldn't okay. go more than three days, maybe four days max online with someone before trading numbers. I want to I get them offline into a personal conversation, not texting. Mm -hmm. I, want to, I want to hear their voice within three or four days of, mm -hmm. of starting you know, the, the initial chat with them. Um, and then again, another, okay. about another three days before you meet in person, um, I would usually meet for a coffee or a glass of wine, something real simple and short so that if you didn't like them, you know, you weren't <laughs> stuck there <laughs> painfully like, well, trying to make conversation. <laughs> yeah. Having a friend, you know, text me or call me in about yeah. 30 minutes. And, uh, if I pick up, that means rescue me. <laughs> right. I'm locked out of the house. <laughs> exactly. Right. Right. So I like that. Simple. So have a, have a, have a strategy down. Right. Okay. Have a strategy. And then what you really want to do, and, th and this works for, for any, any kind of couple, any, you know, who, men, women, whoever it is, Okay. What you want to do is you want to narrow your search down to three people. So you're going to go okay. on a coffee or a wine date and you want to get three people into your, into your lineup. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so trying to think about into your less lineup. colorful language. So, <laughs> <laughs> you made the cut. You made the cut. <laughs> right. Right. Still, I'm still up in the air about you. Okay. Absolutely. So you get your three. And, and everyone knows that you're dating. I am dating. You don't owe okay. anyone an explanation. They know that you're dating. They know you're not exclusive, but you are dating. And if someone is uncomfortable with that, then they get cut. Okay. Well, that probably tells you a lot about them in the beginning. That right. Right. It, it could be some jealousy factor. Um, mm -hmm. It could be a little alpha you know, personality, mm -hmm. um, maybe a little narcissism. So you do want to know, pretty up, yeah, you want to know pretty upfront. Um, so you do three and then okay. once, once your last one, you know, kind of, if, if you get to where you're compromising too much or you find that one's not working for you, then you go back and then you let that one go and then you search for another one. So you, so you always date three people at a time. So, okay. This and, and sounds no like sex. <laughs> and no sex. Okay. Well, see, there you yeah. go. And no, no sex. Did you guys hear that? Yeah. No sex. No sex. In any form. In no, any form. No oral no, or anything no else. Phone sex. No, no. text <laughs> no. sex. No live sex. 
right? Robot sex, I love it. Yeah. All of it, okay. No video sex. <laughs> None of that. So, right. okay, so you basically, what you're saying is you keep filling your pipeline until you find the one. It's, it's, if I'm Correct. equating it to business, it's like, keep the pipeline full, right? That's okay. it. That's exactly right. And so, and so what you find in, in, by doing that is you're recognizing your wants and needs. Okay. You're actually willing to compromise on. And then what you need to outsource. So outsourcing is another really big thing that we need to consider at our age. What you need to outsource. Okay. Um, I, we're going to come back to that because that sounds really interesting. <laughs> I want to have another question I want to ask you. Okay, outsource. great. I love it. Uh, so you were talking about your wants and needs and what you won't accept. So that's almost like your negotiables, non-negotiable kind of stuff. Is Correct. that something that you would take a look at before you even start dating again so that you know when you jump back in that pool? I mean, when you, like earlier you said you, you did your work on yourself. Is mm -hmm. that something you would explore then before you start dating? I'm just trying to... Or it, it very much is. And I think that the main, the main consideration is you really need to figure out what your deal breakers are okay. because I, I have found over time as I get older, my wants and needs change. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My absolutely. deal breakers never have changed. Okay. So that essence is there. That mm -hmm. the non-negotiables. Right. So sometimes to find what you do want, you have to recognize what you don't want and then, and then mm -hmm. move forward. Correct. True. True. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we figured that out. Now we're moving forward. We're keeping our pipeline full ladies. Mm -hmm. Okay. Keep mm -hmm. the pipeline full. You throw one away, go back, go fishing again. Uh, now, so now we're going to outsource some things. Let's talk about that again. That's, that's very interesting terminology. What's that about? Sure. So in my experience, it's very managing expectations is everything. It's okay. every, every relationship, you and I, my, myself and a business partner, myself and a romantic partner, it's all about managing expectations. Mm -hmm. What, what can you expect from me and what can I expect from you? And so I've learned that it is unrealistic to expect that our partner is going to fill every single want and need that we have. Gotcha. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. I, I agree with that. Amen to that. Yeah. So you have to outsource that. Okay. Right. So, so I may love sushi and, and, and you and I are looking at being partners. I may love sushi. Mm -hmm. You hate sushi. Mm -hmm. So then I have to outsource my sushi want, <laughs> you know, to maybe a friend. That's right. <laughs> right. Son, I'm having yeah. some sushi tonight with <laughs> Sally. So, Correct. you know, you do whatever you're going to do. Okay. That Correct. makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. So everybody, your person cannot be all things to you. So that's what I'm hearing. And that, and that's healthy too, to realize that. Mm -hmm. That's correct. Right? Yeah. And that's probably yeah. the biggest, probably the biggest light bulb aha moment I've had is, is that it is unrealistic to expect our partner is going to fill every single want and need we have. True. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, if they want to, you know, go out and go bowling, you don't like bowling, right? Don't go. But do you think sometimes you should just because it's like, Hey, it's something they're interested in. So I want to show them that I support them. 
every once in a while? I think, I think if it's important to the partner, mm -hmm. um, you know, if mm -hmm. it's a, you know, business dinner, um, if it's a museum or a, um, you know, an art gallery opening, Okay. And, and it's important for them to have that partner support, mm -hmm. then absolutely yes. But if it's something that you hate, then, then no, don't, don't make yourself and your partner miserable because then that's what happens. Yeah. And how many times have we all done that? You know, yeah. I mean, right. we've all done it from time to time right. and then the evening is not so fun. Mm -mm. So I, I do like that. I like that idea of yeah. outsourcing. So um, I'm going to stick a pin in that one. Okay, great. <laughs> I'm going to stick a pin in that one. So, great. okay. So let me ask you, as far as the, as the dating thing, mm -hmm. what, what about dating somebody in this pool? You find somebody that you're really interested in that is in a different city, okay. different state. How, how are you going to meet that person? Is it the plane ride? I mean, so what are your thoughts on that dating long distance? Um, Again, I think it depends on what your priorities are. Again, okay. it, it can be an unreasonable expectation to think you're going to meet someone in, you know, close proximity to you. Okay, so be if open. It, right. So if it is long distance, again, it's just about managing expectations. You know, when are you okay. going to meet? Um, I always recommend meeting halfway. Mm -hmm. um, That's if a good you're going idea. to meet for the first time. You know, it's don't have someone come to you or you go to them, um, meet halfway, meet in public, um, tell people where you're going to be, be safe. Mm -hmm. um, you can take a friend with you, um, you know, just <laughs> see that. Hey, here's my friend. <laughs> I know that sounds a little weird, but you know, it's all about being safe, right? <laughs> Tell the friend, you stay in the car while I go in the restaurant and have my wine. That's right. With uh, Bob or Susie. And yeah. <laughs> or, you know, and even too, you know, if it was me, I would take a friend with me. Mm -hmm. I would take a girl or a guy friend with me. We'd okay. arrive an hour early to the, to the destination. Oh. They could sit in a different location in the restaurant. Um, because I think, I think that nowadays, and I'm a very, um, trusting person, mm -hmm. but I'm also a very safe and careful person. So it really is about making sure that you are in a safe environment and that you True. feel safe at all times because you just True. don't know about people anymore. Well, you really don't. And I do like that arriving early and having them kind of post up somewhere, Yes, you know, and yeah. you know, they can watch from afar or whatever, mm -hmm. see if any yeah. shenanigans are going to happen. I like right. that. I, right. I do like that. And um, if you can't, if you can't find a friend, um, mm -hmm. I would, I would recommend talking to someone in the restaurant, like a bartender, um, a okay. male bartender, someone else at that location needs to be aware of your circumstances and what's going on so that if you do get into a bind, they've, they've already been notified up front kind of what's going on. And, and I've had that happen before, not in an out of town situation, but I've been in a situation before where I did not feel safe. Just felt it in your gut and yeah. you, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I excused myself. I went to the restroom. I told the bartender what was going on. Good. And yeah, and and I said I need to leave and please watch me to my car. Mm -hmm. The guy followed me to my car and they actually ended up calling the police. So 
Yeah, that was yeah. a little creepy. So, and it, and it was in broad daylight. Yeah. Was this somebody you met online or in person? So, because the offline dating can be the same. It can be. It was someone I met online, mm -hmm. and this was our first meeting in person. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And you're right. It doesn't matter whether it's offline or online. It's, you know, we still have to use our gut instinct. There you go. And, and I think that you just hit on something that's key. It, use the gut instinct. Mm -hmm. You know, if your gut is telling you something doesn't feel right, ladies, don't step into it. Right. You know, or even yeah. if you're already in a relationship where your gut's telling you something's not right, do yeah. as Amy did. Sometimes you just have to exit that relationship too. Yeah. So, um, okay. So I'm thinking here. So we have our, our little pool of people that we're interested mm -hmm. in. And let's say we get down to that one person that we're like, mm, I want to explore going a little bit further with you. And you already mm -hmm. told everybody else that they're out of the game, right? you know, and you've already, I'm a backup again, you know, in your case and in a lot of uh, women's cases, I hope that we spend that time alone, mm -hmm. you know, and do what I call dating yourself. You know, yes. you and I have talked about that before, Amy, about dating yourself. So mm -hmm. you know who you are and what you that what what value that you deserve so yes. um so you figure that out you're like i know what i deserve i'm gonna move forward with this whole dating thing you come down to that one person now how do you move forward with that person without bringing in the baggage from previous relationships especially if you've been in a long-term relationship for yeah. years that you know could have ended because of divorce mm -hmm. you know uh, abusive relationship um death of somebody so mm -hmm. how do you not bring all of that stuff into this new relationship you know what uh, what do you do there so so you um you know when we spoke before i told you i love to give <laughs> visuals <laughs> So I know. Yeah. Boom. So you remember, um, when we were growing up, we had the etch a sketch. Mm -hmm. And so if you think about the etch a sketch, you know, yes. I had that two little knobs and we would turn those knobs and we try to make a picture. And sometimes the picture would get really messy. And so to me, yeah. the, the messy picture is kind of like the baggage, you know, we bring okay. sometimes our baggage is real messy, but what we can do is we can shake the etch a sketch. And, and clear the picture and we can start completely over. So it's really just mm. cleaning the slate, but we have to constantly remind ourselves that this is a new person, this is a fresh relationship, and both of us deserve a, a clean slate and a fresh start. I like that because, you know, it's not fair to bring the baggage into a new relationship, but you know, we are all human and we're gonna do yeah. a little bit of that. So it is about, being intentional yes. right every yes. day with mm -hmm. this new person yes and and calling yourself on those things going you know what uh, i need to take my extra sketch out i like that yeah so <laughs> a lot me, of you you might have to shake it more than once when you go into a new relationship <laughs> right 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 so a lot of self-management you know mm -hmm. it's it's choosing choosing how you react and respond Okay. Sometimes, you know, taking a pause, taking a breath before you make any kind of, um, you know, statement, choice, judgment, reaction, response, whatever. It's mm -hmm. just taking a moment 
and thinking about it before you verbalize it. Okay. Yeah. Take that deep breath and, yes. then, <laughs> and then verbalize it. Yes. Right. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. okay. That, that makes a lot of sense. Um, because you don't want to ruin a, a good thing, you know, something no. that could potentially be, right. you know, a, a very beautiful relationship. So right. I'm glad you brought up the whole Etch-A-Sketch thing. Yeah. So yeah. Um, it, any other tips or any other insights that you can share with some of the ladies out there who are looking at, you know, dating again? Mm-hmm. Um, anything else you want to share with them? So I think um, how you structure your, there's, there's two things I want to share. So how you structure your profile is very, very important. Mm. Um, We have to remember that people, especially men are visual. They look at pictures. Okay. So, so women or, you know, whoever it is, if you need to have Mm -hmm. a variety of pictures, not a bunch of selfies, you know, have a friend take them for you. (laughs) Not a bunch of selfies. They might think, man, that person doesn't even have friends. They're, they're (laughs) always, they always have a camera up in their hand. Right. 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 So, um, you know, some full length shots, um, some shots in different, you know, locations. Um, none, none with other friends or your kids in the picture. It needs to be just you in the picture by yourself. What about cropping people out? What do you think about those? Don't like it. Okay. Or, or like scratching on their face. You're, like, you know? you're like, yeah, I've seen, I saw that recently. It's like, well, that must be the ex boo and you don't like them anymore. <laughs> there was a magic right. marker on the face. Right. Okay. Right. Ladies, like, that's a don't. Yeah. That's, that's a big no. And, and, you know, one of my automatic deal breakers was men with, with either their shirt off or holding a fish. Oh God. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. If they were holding a fish, it was an automatic swipe left. (laughs) Or that would be one of those things. It's like, yeah, they need to outsource that because you're not going fishing with them. No, No. that's an outsource moment. Okay. That's right. So, um, you know, pay, pay close attention to your pictures and then don't use a lot of words. Men are not going to read. They like very, very specific little bullet points, short sentences. Don't go on and on and on and on, you know, because nine times (laughs) out of 10, they're not reading what you write anyway. They're looking at your pictures. Looking at your pictures. Okay. Yeah. So I would say, you know, one, one introductory sentence and then maybe three or four bullet points, a closing sentence, and that's all. Okay. And does that matter? Uh, You know, I mean, if, if it's for women or men or both, I mean, if you, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. So I find, I find that, you know, we're, we're in this, um, you know, very short attention span society anyway. Mm -hmm. We don't want to take a lot of time to read. We are all very visual. You know, we're looking at the pictures. And so if the picture is aesthetically pleasing to us, then Mm -hmm. we may read what what someone wrote. Right. If we have time. (laughs) Swipe left, swipe right. Okay, so I have a question about the pictures. Okay. Um, How recent do these pictures need to be? So, you know, I'm you so see, glad you asked. Some people are like, you know, this is like bait and switch. So, right. 
So how recent? A lot of catfishing going on. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. I would say definitely within six months or less. Oh, wow. Okay. Definitely within six months or less. Or if you've had some kind of dramatic change, if you've changed your hair color, if, if it's shorter or longer, um, mm -hmm. if you've lost or gained weight, I mean, people are going to, if you, if you're open and honest about who you are and, and you want the other pe person to receive you as open and honest, okay. you have to portray yourself, you know, as yourself in a photo. That's true. See, yeah. you said six months. So we have a lot of people out there who have dipped their toe into the online dating, you know, arena. Mm -hmm. Uh, and now they're like, man, I got to go change out all my pictures now <laughs> because some of them might be a year. What about a year? Right. What about a year? So if, if your pictures look like you, uh -huh. then I think it's okay. Okay. But, but keep in mind, if you're, if you're 10 pounds heavier than a year ago, mm -hmm. not so much. Okay. But yeah. if the face, if everything is right, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just stay away from the five years ago kind of pictures, right? Yeah, okay. or or you don't, you know, you never want to show up and someone goes, you know, they look at their phone and they look at you and they're like, is that you? Is that you? <laughs> right. What? Okay. Yeah. 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 Got it. Got it. All right, right. ladies, you get that? All, All right. right. I just made a note of that myself. So. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. So where are some places that you think that people can meet uh, others offline? You know, where would you recommend going there? Okay, sure. And, and I do want to, I do want to give one more kind of piece of advice that I've learned oh, along yes. the way about, yes. about the pictures. And I have found um, that this is probably true 98% of the time. So when we're on, and, and this is again about managing expectations. So we're online, we mm -hmm. see this picture of someone that's attractive. We, we read their bio or we, you know, we're looking at their pictures and things like that. Automatically, we start creating a story about them based on their pictures. So we start telling ourselves ah. about this person. Oh, he must like to dance because he's, you know, in, in a dancing picture or mm -hmm. I bet, you know, blah, blah, blah. I mean, we, we, we start telling ourselves a story about this person so that nine times out of 10, when we show up in front of them, we're disappointed because they are not matching the story that we've told ourselves about them. That's interesting. So you've already yes. built your idea of what this person is like. And Correct. Yeah. That they can cut a rug. They're a good dancer right. and they have two left right. feet when you finally right. meet them. Right. And, and you'd rather watch paint dry on the wall because that's their personality. <laughs> right. So right. interesting. So don't yeah. build those stories in your head. Yeah. Don't, don't have any expectation of the outcome when you meet the person. Again, it's like that Etch-a-Sketch, yeah. you know, clear the Etch-a-Sketch before you even meet them um, so that you, you receive them in their true and, um, you know, honest being. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, and I think a lot of us, we probably don't think that we're creating these stories, mm -hmm. but we do, we, 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 we do. do. And yeah. then you, you go meet the person or you might, uh, you might find that you are, somebody might seem like a dud on the phone, but you do agree to go meet them and you might have the right. best time of your life with them. Right. That's so exactly it, it works right. both ways. Yes. Great example. It yeah. works both ways. So, well, thank you for sharing that. Because sure. That, that's, that's the real important piece yeah. of, uh, of advice for us. Sure. Um, as we're dating. So, um, so then you had asked about places to meet for offline. Yes, offline. Yes, yes. 
That is a really hard one. Really? And here's why. So I'm, I'm single. I've been single for a couple of years and, um, I, I like to do lots of kind of dating experiments. <laughs> oh, this is getting good. Okay. Look, let me, let me lean back in my chair and get my popcorn. All right, ladies, we're getting ready to learn about experiments. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Go for it. So, so, um, and you know, I've, I travel alone. I've, I've been single, you know, a lot. And so I will go out and trot different places, different things and different people. And so what I've found the, the older we get and the more technology is attached to us, mm-hmm. the less people want to interact. So yeah. I've, I've made it a point to go into, you know, nice restaurants that have great bars, piano bars, and I will purposely sit next to either a single man mm-hmm. or sometimes a single woman, you know, mm-hmm. to see if she'll chit chat with me. Yeah. And I would say it's very hard to strike up a conversation with people. Um, it's, and it's getting harder and harder because people are so attached to their phone. Wow. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's kind of a sad state of affairs though, what you're saying. So. It's, very, it's very sad. And I don't know if it's because, you know, maybe they're uncomfortable being by themselves or mm-hmm. that's their, um, you know, kind of their fallback, their blankie you know, because they're by themselves, but it seems like, um, you know, people have become very attached to their phone and it's rare to see someone, you know, sitting, eating by themselves at a bar and they don't have their phone out. That's true. You know, what you're saying, it almost sounds like people have, uh, lost the art of conversation or actually uh, communicate, you know, communicating with each other. So very true. when you come into their space, you sit down next to right. them and you come into their space, they're like, how dare you right. invade my space? Right. But I have to believe that there are some people out there that are like, I'm so glad you want to talk to me uh, mm-hmm. instead of sit down next to me and pull your phone out and you right. know, start right. looking at your Facebook or whatever. So. Yeah. And I think that there are some, you know, I live in the Addison area. Mm-hmm. And so um, there are definitely some, you know, places that I frequent around here that are conducive, you know, to conversations. Okay. Um, Soho in Addison. Oh, yeah, that's a cool place. Yeah. yeah. Hula Hands. Yeah. Uh, we mm-hmm. talked about Hula Hands. Yeah, day, exactly. Right? <laughs> um, Gloria's is always a great one. Um, they've got a very diverse crowd. Okay. Um, so you know, look, look for places I think that have a bigger bar, um, that have a, have a good happy hour. Okay. And, um, a perk is always going to be if there's a TV, um, because (laughs) if, if there's a TV, there's probably guys that go there (laughs) or, or women that are sports fans, women who are sports fans. Okay. That's right. Especially if there's a big cowboy game or whoever the teams are that play on a Sunday or whatever. Right. After you've gone to church, ladies. So, (laughs) okay. So I, 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 um, what do you think about meetups? You know, the meetup groups, is that a good Mm -hmm. way to maybe, I know, I I know people do meetups for business purposes. Sure. I think if you find a meetup where you have common interests like dancing, um, theater, 
um, art, art galleries, things like that? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Yeah, All right. Absolutely. Good. Mm -hmm. All right, ladies. So there's a few ways that you can meet mm -hmm. somebody offline. So we have some good stuff for online, offline. Amy has given us a bunch of valuable nuggets that we can walk away with and step into the dating arena because look, we are stepping into the best phase of our lives and there's yeah. somebody out there that deserves us. And we deserve them as well. Right. So Absolutely. if they're going to value us, so remember that. So um, Amy, thank you so much about sharing about dating. Now I want to know what else you're up to besides, you know, teaching people about how to date uh, in their midlife and beyond. So what else do you have going on right now? Any new books, any current books you want to share with people? Sure. Workshops? Okay. So I just launched a write your story program. That is um, based off of me writing my own story, Better for okay. Being Broken. That's a book that I have out now. And so it really teaches people how to write their story. Okay. Because we all have one. Yes. And sometimes it's very healing to tell it, um, whether, whether we're just getting it on paper for ourselves or for others to read. So that's a, a big... Um, uh, thing that's going on right now and as you know I'm getting ready to move to Mexico yeah so moving that's to Merida Mexico yeah moving to Merida Mexico at the end of the year and I will be documenting that process um, for an entire year I love that that's another one of your experiments yes I love it is. you you just like to experiment so <laughs> I we, do we're, yeah. we're gonna have you back and you can tell us about that venture so yeah yes yes you're our experiment chick so I am, for sure <laughs> I yeah. like that I like that so uh well how how can people find you uh online or you know if they want to connect with you sure so you can go to my website it's theamyjones.com okay and theamyjones.com the and that's also my facebook page the amy jones i like that yes she's like i am the one <laughs> don't don't, that's don't mess with me <laughs> don't mess with me i am the amy jones that's right <laughs> i like that confidence all right yeah absolutely <laughs> all right miss the amy jones um before we head out i like to ask my guest um, you know, the name of the podcast is the updraft, mm. you know, so that is about moving up, taking flight, propelling. So how do you plan on catching the updraft, uh, and taking flight to live your best life? How do you plan on doing that? So it is really changing my environment and really finding a place where I can completely find, establish, mm -hmm. reroute, plant, mm -hmm. and create the new version of myself. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that is truly the, the move you know, to Mexico. It is really having, having the opportunity to change my environment so I can start over. So that's your first step to take a flight. I like that. Yeah, that talking about uprooting, you're not only uh, going to updraft, you're uprooting. So yes. yeah, I love that. Well, yeah. Amy, I wish you all, all, all of uh, the best of luck 
on your new journey. And thank you for being here to share with us. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. We have been you. a delight. We have really learned a lot about dating and, and what to do when we get back out there. So, and ladies, I want to thank you all for being here on the updraft, joining Amy and myself. Um, as I mentioned, I'm Lisa Randolph and I am your host. And until the next time, I want you to think about how you're going to catch the updraft and how you're going to take flight. Blessings to you and peace. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for joining us for the updraft, a podcast specifically for women like us, age 45 plus. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and share it with your friends. Also, your feedback is extremely important to us. So if you could head over to iTunes, Stitcher, or whatever platform you found us on, leave us a comment, or even suggest a topic you would like for us to explore, that would be greatly appreciated. Until next time, catch the updraft to take flight and live your best life.